And we are back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it is late, but it is still the monthly DCEU discussion video. And I am lucky enough to be talking to Brian once again. Brian, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, everyone. I am doing fantastic. That's it? Just fantastic? That's Of course. What about greatly fantastic? You know what? Greatly fantastic. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Brian is here because I think it's just fitting regarding the <laughs> subject matter of uh, who we're going to be talking about this morning. Of course, we're going to be talking about the one and only Plastic Man of the DC. Uh, originally, I believe it was... Um, it was another comic company, like with a lot of characters that DC has now, they were part of other companies and they bought them up when those companies just weren't cutting it the way that DC was. One of these examples is Shazam. Another are charter characters like Blue Beetle, uh, I don't think Booster Gold, uh, Captain Adam, uh, The Question, all these different types. Uh, Plastic Man is one of these characters that was from somewhere else. And I mean, look at this guy, look at him. That is an iconic look right there. This look right there. So Brian, I'm not going to ask you what you know about Plastic Man because you <laughs> told me beforehand, you know, only one version of Plastic Man. Yes. The best version, I would say. The, be <laughs> the best version, because it's the only one, you know, Batman, exactly. the brave and the bold. Yes. Batman, brave and the bold. Which, Watching on Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. Which that show uh, acted like a lot of other Batman shows where it introduced people to different characters such mm -hmm. as Plastic Man or maybe Green Arrow or Blue Beetle. Uh, was Plastic Man on that show the one that really stood out to you or was it, I think it was Blue Beetle, wasn't it? I want to say, uh, especially Plastic Man and Blue Beetle since they were both seen as more or less Batman sidekicks within the actual show. Uh -huh. And so we usually saw them the most often. Um, and so, yeah, basically just a sidekick in the show and stuff like that. Sometimes he'd be really annoying, but that's just mainly his character arc and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, as a kid, I thought he was funny. Uh, and even now I still, there is some still chances where he is, does make me laugh. And so, you know, a plastic man is a pretty good character within the Brave and the Bold series. Pretty fun. I mean, pretty fun. Like th that series was definitely about, um, batman teaming up with different heroes from time mm -hmm. to time you know aquaman showed up and he was very uh, like fantastical very different from a lot of other aquaman we yeah. see uh i mean the batman brave and the bold is definitely like an homage to the silver age and the early silver age the very late golden age of comics obviously it has that adam west feel to it i'm surprised he, i did he dance on the show <laughs> I believe he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know uh, Adam West actually did get a cameo as uh, Thomas Wayne in the show, mm -hmm. which is pretty dope. But we're not here to talk about Batman. We are here to talk about the <laughs> Plastic Man, the the Plastic Man himself. So, Brian, mm -hmm. I'm gonna educate you a little bit. All right. All right. Cool. Let's I'm do gonna, it. I'm gonna take you back in time. Ooh. To let's do this. The 40s. Where, the 40s the, where world war ii <laughs> police comics number one in august of the 40s this was the introduction to plastic man we got and we have a assortment of characters here as you can see mm -hmm. we have plastic man we have the human bomb uh which is 
I mean, for that time, I'm surprised they wrote a character called the Human <laughs> Palm. Uh, they have the Phantom Here's Lady. My move, L- Big Boy. <laughs> big Boy. <laughs> big Boy. <laughs> Under that helmet is actually Kim Jong Un. Um, <laughs> and at the bottom, we have the mouthpiece. Obviously, the Plastic Man is the one who rose above all these other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where he started. And eventually, when bought by DC, he would just show up in different places. He'd be the comic relief. At that time, comics were definitely more uh, adventurous, you know, kind of like serials, where they were about, you know, beating the bad guy, finding the bad guy. Obviously, Batman was there, and that was a very serious book. Superman was about the adventure and the danger and how this guy survived through it. Plastic Man was definitely a character just by his power was definitely more aimed for children. He had this fun nature to him. He's very similar to, you know, Mr. Fantastic, Elastigirl from The Incredibles, uh, the elongated man who is another DC character. And here we are with Plastic Man in Police Comics number one. And eventually this man would join the Justice League, which is in this great photo right here. Uh, Brian, how do you feel about this photo? Uh, I like them pearly whites <laughs> them, <laughs> them, them chompers. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I really enjoy the photo. Uh, I love seeing Raven up on there. You know, I really like uh, the introduction of them. Uh, you know, me with Martin, uh, Martian Manhunter, mm-hmm. always, always a big fan. A lack of tornado, red tornado makes me sad though. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was another character on Batman Brave and the Bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A very actually, I was gonna say another very huge character within the Batman and the Brave and the Bold series. Oh yeah, and then of course look at Batman; he's uh, he's gotta be edgy compared to everyone else. <laughs> well, here's a this is actually an image from the Injustice comic books that were tie-ins to the video games. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I think the the comics have a better story <laughs> than the video games. Uh, I, they, they way do. Yes, yeah, they I do. I completely recommend it to you, Brian, to anyone who uh, wants to read it. Yeah. They expand on so many different characters that aren't in the games, including Plastic Man. And mm-hmm. I actually really love the, depli- the the depiction of him in these uh, books, specifically because he's a guy who's not with Superman's fascism in the, this world of injustice. He's like, wait, you guys, like, you are so full of it. You know, you are so full of shit. Like, there's no way you could think that what you're doing is anything other than an autocracy. You know what I mean? Um I think this is hilarious, this image right here, and I love the depiction, so I completely recommend this series for anyone who is interested in reading. I'm going to say, as someone who just played the games, uh, I haven't even read the books, but I can just tell you that the books are already better. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I do it so much better. And what's funny is that they alter, obviously, the canon of Injustice. Uh, They stick with it mainly, but Mm. they're obviously points in the comic where the, the story the writers were not communicating heavily with the people making the video games mm-hmm. so there are moments where it's like when you play the video game and there's a flashback to something that would have happened in the comic but it's completely different and you're like no i, I like that better in the book <laughs> <laughs> i like that way better in the book and why can't we get plastic man in one of these games that would be freaking that would be insane as a fighter Who knows? maybe as an injustice to dlc character if they add I know that they added uh, the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. so hopefully we get Plastic Man very soon. They added every 
single character that wasn't a DC character. They had <laughs> Hellboy, the TMNT. Uh, they had a I, was it Raiden? Yeah, they added Raiden and Sub Zero. <laughs> Raiden and Sub Zero. <laughs> Scorpion was a DLC character in the first one. In the first one, yeah. I if they make a, a third Injustice game, Plastic Man, please. That would be just the the amount. That's of- just going to be Shao Kahn. Oh my god, they they probably will do some shit like that, yeah. <laughs> so, Brian. Brian. Yes. What do you think about this character, uh, the potential of him in this DCEU? Uh, well, when when really watching uh, Plastic Man and then you bring up the name and stuff like that, uh, I was really originally thinking like, oh, this would be really nice to be as a sort of different version of Shazam, you know, maybe in the same caricature of how Shazam is a very funny character and the movie is a really great movie because it's so funny, but it takes that lighthearted step in looking at father-son relationships and looking at what a relationship with a family is and what it's about. And instead, within this world, maybe Plastic Man could get away with a little bit more. Maybe it could be a rated R DCEU movie where it could sort of show him doing (laughs) rap. I want to say, I was looking at some options for Plastic Man and I was, and I got stuck in between these three, either Jim Carrey Mm -hmm. or uh, Johnny Depp. And Mm -hmm. then finally, uh, I was also thinking of Ryan Reynolds, but that was just sort of just a stretch because, you know, (laughs) I saw what you did. Get out of here. Oh, you're going to the waiting room. Thank you. See you, folks. That's your contribution. It was a, it was a stretch. It was a stretch. Get the hell out of here. But no, uh, that I could definitely see, um, maybe not so a Plastic Man movie individually. I know that maybe we should probably get individual movies first of the actual Justice League members first before we start getting into side characters or future Justice League members. Uh, but I can definitely say maybe a Justice League 2, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, then maybe we could introduce him as in like a new potential character, or maybe even within one of the uh, new independent films, maybe we could get him as a side character. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this character's history, Brian. So Patrick O'Brien is the character's name, ironically, and he is someone who actually starts out as a thief. Someone mm-hmm. who goes into play. He's called the eel because he can straight like yeah. fit into he works little with places. Kite man. kite man, you know, yeah. in the in the cartoon, he worked with kite man. He was a uh, st- one night stealing the this uh, information from like a chemical plant. He was shot in the shoulder, and the bullet hit this canister of of these chemicals, these unknown chemicals that comics love to rely on. It was unknown <laughs> chemicals. Chemical X. <laughs> <laughs> the the same Sugar, one. Sugar, spice, and <laughs> chemical X. Exactly. The, so, the same ones that blinded Daredevil and created the Powerpuff Girls <laughs> uh, made Patrick O'Brien stretch insanely. And he just, once doing his stretching thing, once learning more about his power, he decided to stop the criminals who bailed on him, who, who was like, you know what? Screw these guys. I'm going to try the good side for a little bit. And then through his power, he realized that he could do a lot of good. And as a matter of fact, he can shape shape his body into whatever form you want. So if you want him to be 
a, a bicycle, he'll be a bicycle. If you want him to say, be heart if you medication, want him to be a car with an engine, he'll exactly. be a car with an engine. <laughs> he is. He will be a car with an engine. He will be your your insulin shots. He will be whatever you need him to be. You understand? And, and that's actually one of the things that makes I think has made this uh, a character hard to adapt in live action because it is so the cartoony. amount of cgi work or at least the practicality of set character would be so hard to put on screen. oh yeah dude yeah. like this seeing so here let me pull up some of the uh, so the i could definitely imagine like uh like a complaint with the original suicide squad how i remember one of the director <laughs> uh one of the writers really <laughs> Uh, how they really wanted to add in King Shark within there, but at the time the technology just wasn't really there for them and stuff like that. Well, even though we did see like a really cool example of King Shark within the Flash and the CW. Um, yeah, and we've also visual- we'd also had like things like Groot, Rocket, Raccoon mm-hmm. at that point. No, nah, no. Nah. See, so, James I, I just, was the only one who could have done it. I say, James could do it. <laughs> he he got Stallone to play King Shark in his new movie. All right, that's how much he could do it. But look at look at these images from the original uh, uh, story, where it's Patrick O'Brien in his bed. Hello, what's this? Great guns! I'm stretching like a rubber band. You know, like <laughs> this is definitely what we would have to witness in a film. Otherwise, it's not really Plastic Man. Mm-hmm. The, I was the, gonna say I would have a stroke if I heard this man speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you have to really stretch. I'm sorry, but you have to stretch what you can do with the character physically. You, you got canceled right now. Other, I'm, canceled. I'm sorry, you're out. <laughs> oh no! This, this is your last episode. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Oh no, I'm gone. I'm canceled. <laughs> I'm canceled. Speaking about getting stretched. <laughs> no, like I'm back. Don't worry, guys. Oh man. Um, oh man, man, screw you, man. <laughs> no, but there there have been a lot of different uh forms. I'm looking at right now for some of the most exaggerated forms that Plastic Man has had. Oh, there's <laughs> here's a great one. I'm going to show it to you, Brian. All right, cool. Let's you're, you're ready to see ready. this one? Oh, you're going to be haunted. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to be haunted. See? For our viewers out there. You can literally do anything you want. Ah, uh, oh my. <laughs> see, so obviously this is a character that requires a lot of levity to him. It would be very difficult to to sell this character in a very Zack Snyder-ish world. Now, I don't True. know. I don't know, Brian, if you have seen the Snyder Cut at this point, have you? Uh, no, not currently. Okay. All right. So I like the Snyder Cut, and I felt like it was a good direction for the world of this DC. Compared to the Justice League. <laughs> oh, God, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, but I felt like this was a good couple steps forward. However, I do still think it would be kind of difficult to see plastic man in any way in this world you know uh, hopefully i could be proven wrong but i just feel like with the concept alone where he can turn himself into literally anything you know shape his body into anything with the same color grading it would be difficult for me to see but how about you do you feel differently well uh I, I feel a slight difference within uh, watching the uh, other DC movies and stuff like that and comparing to Zack Snyder. Right. Uh, there's obviously, you know, different directors, different visions. Um, but because overall Zack Snyder's vision of Justice League, the uh, new Justice League and stuff like that, which I've heard is amazing and stuff like that, I can just imagine that it might still be as serious as compared to his earlier works with Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, if right. that's true, right? Correct. What, what um his 
Are you talking about the vision? Oh, like uh, the yes, tone? vision within the dark themes and stuff like that. Well, they are there, but the they Justice League film he directed is much more... It has much of a lighter tone, which is oh. surprising since it's an R-rated <laughs> film. You know, it, it, wow, I, I was actually shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Sin City, but like not Sin City. It's it's like Sin City, except it's called Justice League. <laughs> uh, but I could definitely see like um, maybe the director of Shazam, or maybe even the director mm. of uh, Wonder Woman and stuff like that. Uh, I, I can definitely see like uh, a change within the character of Plastic Man and stuff like that being introduced into the world. But still, I don't really see Plastic Man as sort of comparatively a bigger superhero compared to Mr. Fantastic and stuff like that. Since Mr. Fantastic is part of like a overall bigger group of the Fantastic Four. Right. And that just makes more money within the bucks of the name and stuff like that. Plastic Man though he is famous within the comic world it might be a little harder to sell people just on someone who's similar to fantastic but i can definitely see you know side character side plot or maybe even a reference or a cameo yeah he's definitely more of a cultish hero you know Mm -hmm. even during his time in the justice league he's there as mainly comic relief uh there he's there mainly to to satisfy the heroes or the hero the, the fans who want <laughs> to see him there and yeah i agree that it would probably be difficult to sell which when we get to talk about the the movie side the actual things happening movie side of plastic man we'll definitely get more into but or, you know what maybe if you really think about it and this might be even a and hence might be even a farther stretch. Uh-oh. Uh look at example within the new 52 within the new suicide squad you know it's a whole new Mm-hmm. mainly new group new members and even a new leader so if you think about it maybe dceu could take a reference to the new 52 and maybe even make a a reference group to it uh to the original fantastic four and try to make a new one but in the eyes with plastic man as mr fantastic and with other superheroes along with him but lesser known within the dc well actually uh, plastic man is part of a team called the terrifics Mm. where he is joined by uh, ironically mr terrific i think that i forgot what this character's name but i see him in animal mineral vegetable (laughs) (laughs) no plastic man's there along with uh mr terrific and i forget this guy's name all the time but he's part of the outsiders with we're we're just gonna call him animal mineral vegetable is his name metamorpho is that his name (laughs) i don't i honestly don't know but he has a similar power to plastic man so he here he is in this team the the new age of heroes as it were Mm. uh so i could definitely see them adapting something like this whether it be a television show or a movie Mm -hmm. or what happens similar to maybe even uh the doom squad or maybe we might even see them within the doom squad the doom squad or you mean the doom patrol oh doom patrol sorry about that silly i know silly little child he's learning Uh, folks uh, i'm learning folks i just (laughs) i don't own it (laughs) i just watch on youtube (laughs) yeah so brian would you be surprised if i told you that this character plastic man they've been trying to get a live action depiction of him for decades at this point (laughs) would you believe that um, I could definitely maybe even see, I could kind of see it like earlier and stuff like that, maybe in the 60s and 70s or or maybe even within like a Batman Brave and the Bold. I mean, no, not Batman Brave and the Bold, maybe like a Batman v Superman 3 or something like that. No, <laughs> let me tell you, man, it's much sooner than that. It was much in, sooner. All right. It was in a time where you 
wouldn't know anything about the 90s <laughs> where there was a script written for Plastic Man and it was written by fighting the, against Tim Curry's no, no, I no, mean, no, uh, Jim Curry not, not, not even <laughs> the Riddler not even <laughs> it was not part of the Joel Schumacher world it was a script written by the Wachowskis who famously directed the Matrix trilogy who did the what, what's that movie called? Speed, Speed Racer they did uh, Jupiter Ascending recently and they're doing the newest Matrix film Matrix 4 so the Wachowskis wrote a Plastic Man script and it actually gained the slight interest at the time of, of a director. Do you know which director it could be? Don't have a clue, Julius. You got to tell me. It was the man himself, Steven Spielberg. Oh, my God. He was thinking of doing Plastic Man for a quick minute. But then he, he decided, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I'm I, not doing that. No. And so... That script was kind of laid to rest for a while until the year of 2008, the year of Iron Man, of the Dark Knight, of the Incredible Hulk, of Hellboy 2. That could year, have been the era of Plastic Man. <laughs> could have been the era of Plastic Man. They actually started work pre-production on Plastic Man on the same script that the Wachowskis had made. where And that script is online for those who are interested. So they were actually in talks of getting Jim Carrey or Bruce Campbell to star in the war, uh, role of Plastic Man. And eventually those talks fell out. The person they were firm on going with was, do you know who? I don't, Julian, so you gotta show me this. It was Keanu Reeves. Huh. Keanu Reeves, obviously the Matrix, now John Wick, but before Bill and Parabellium. Ted, <laughs> Parabellium, Keanu was in the talks, major talks, to oh, be wow. the Plastic Man. So, how do you feel about that? Does that seem right, like perfect casting to you? Does it oh, feel odd? Maybe younger Keanu Reeves. I mean, I know that I've seen him in like some smaller projects, like of recently, and I know that he is kind of a really good actor and stuff like that it really depends on how you're looking at it depends um, on how he's utilized in a, in true yeah, yeah. Uh, i know that in some comedic films he really works well and then other comedic films you know it just really goes down to the writing of stuff like that and who really wants to treat him as like a really good representation <laughs> of his acting skills and who just wants to use him because he's keanu reeves um yeah. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I can slightly see it, but at the same time, I would still maybe prefer maybe like a... A Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey or Bruce Campbell, because they're just, yeah. I don't know, they're just naturally like those types of people while, you know, um, yeah, Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves, you know? It's very hard to see him in a much more lighter side and stuff like that, but if they do, I wouldn't really complain. Well, I think it'd be cool. This role definitely requires someone who can, I don't want to say stretch, but someone who can be very explosive. Yes, Keanu Reeves, the master. Someone who can be a very explosive actor, you know? True, Jim Carrey, yeah. I think, is is perfect for the role. He mm -hmm. is Plastic Man in real life. I mean, someone with a lot of comedic chops to him could really sell this role, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but Jim Carrey is also someone who is a, a very just a very good actor i mean if you see him in the truman show where he balances his comedic tendencies with very serious moments i felt like that's a great example of of what he could do with this character but they 
something happened where they couldn't do him so they went with the other canadian and it was keanu <laughs> uh so that movie canadian it, representation <laughs> that's what i'm talking about man <laughs> we're there we're finally there <laughs> we're there <laughs> so releases people so obviously so obviously that didn't happen right mm-hmm. the movie didn't happen in 2013 it was because it was canadians they couldn't do it Oh, that's always why. Yeah, always. that's why. That's why that Ryan Reynolds thing you mentioned wouldn't have worked. <laughs> why? Because because he's too Canadian for the he's role. He's too Canadian. Yeah. No. See, so the movie was left alone for a couple of years in 2013. Keanu was like, "This thing, this isn't going to happen." So I'm done with it. You're going to try to fit this into the Snyder world? How the hell is that going to work? <laughs> it didn't happen. So I'm going to go do cyberpunk. I'm sorry. so the movie. I'm going to go do cyberpunk. <laughs> so the movie was left alone for years at this point and the script is not going to be adapted anymore by the Wachowskis they're they're not going to have anything to do with it it was I believe last year yes it was December of 2020 when a project was announced with Plastic Man and it was going to be written by Kat Vasco pardon me who is a writer on the blacklist with James Spader the show oh okay however the thing about this is that this is going to be a very different take on Plastic Man. You know why? I don't know why. Because it will be Plastic Woman. It will be a female-centric take on Plastic Man. So I'm curious how you feel about this direction, the gender switch of Plastic Man to Plastic Woman, I assume. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this, Brian? Are you against it? Are you (laughs) for it? How do you feel? uh i'm sort of a little in between uh mm-hmm. in the sense of like i don't i mean oh okay cool that's interesting you know they want to take a different perspective on like the actual character and who can like uh you know sort of switch around and make and instead of plastic man it's plastic woman but i'm in uh, but my other side is i'm thinking directly now who would be a perfect representation of plastic woman who could play that you know um yeah and so far we've you know we're thinking about examples for plastic man because we see so many people who could fully embodiment but we i don't know if, i don't know if there's ever been like a semblance or maybe like a like a comic book that has talked about plastic woman before or if there's been like a reference towards that and something like that because if there was maybe from there we can take that research and evidence to see oh who in now in Hollywood, or maybe even some people who are coming in, who can fit that description and who can play that character to a T? Yeah, well, you know, I'm not against it either. The reason I was a bit hesitant was because there were so many people that I felt could have been perfect to play Plastic Man, mm-hmm. such as a Jim Carrey, a Bruce Campbell, a Bill Hader. I know Ben Schwartz Ooh. from Parks and Recreation has said he wants <laughs> to play the role. He wants to play it. John Ralphio wants to play the role, you know? <laughs> John Ralphio. Yeah, like he, he said, out. he's been outspoken about, <laughs> I want to do it. And if you look at him, he... Could definitely pull it off. I don't know if you saw the Sonic movie. He voices Sonic. <laughs> I think he's hilarious in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like, oh man, that those would have been perfect. Okay, but you're going in a in a different direction. That's that's cool. So you're talking about different actors who are women. That's where it gets interesting because, like, actresses, what do- Julius. Uh- <laughs> Look, I'm going to respect them and call them <laughs> actors, bitch. <laughs> How about it? So anyway, um, 
Who do you think could play? Who do you think could play? And what direction do you think they'll be casting? Because you need to get someone who's not just going to be there for the comedic stuff. They're going to have to be someone for the serious side, of course. Yeah. Uh, actually, really weird. Uh, I you telling me this just popped into my head, and I feel like it might be a really weird. Uh <laughs> oh. Uh, Stormfront like from the boys. Oh, Stormfront. <laughs> you just called her Stormfront. Wait, let me look up her name. Just to you know, be. Say, I'm not good with, the act- with actors' names. I'm looking but it up, and it's a Stormfront Pokemon card list. <laughs> but uh, definitely Stormfront's actress. I think. Wow, that that'd be interesting, dude. I definitely think you know she's very. Even within the show, she's very funny, but like a dark funny and stuff in, like that. In, in a Nazi way. In a Nazi, yeah. <laughs> it's Aya uh, Cash. Aya Cash, okay. Here, I'm going to pull up her picture right now. All right, cool, yeah. Yeah, Aya Cash, who played Stormfront on The boy, Incredible on mm-hmm. The Boys. Like, you, people really hated this chick. Uh, yeah. What she did as Stormfront because she was so good as a Nazi. You know, <laughs> she had some of the mo- the funniest l- moments in season two. Mm-hmm. This would be really interesting casting, Brian. I would love to see this. Yeah, yeah, and I also just think that in general, if we're going by basically by looks or just like characters or like how people play themselves, I definitely think that she fits the best in the description and stuff like that uh her or maybe even you could go as far as uh uh john ralphio's uh sister within parks and rec you know? i was about to say that yeah. that's why i pulled her up <laughs> jenny slate who's jenny in slate, yeah. parks and rec i and what's funny is they kind of look a bit alike yeah they do <laughs> they do <laughs> yeah here no jenny slate from parks and rec i feel mm-hmm. like yeah yeah they do wow there's a resemblance, but yeah, no, I was going to say, I feel like she could do it pretty well as, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to imagine that whoever they cast would ideally show up in a, in a justice league film at some point, sure, yeah. you know, and I'm very curious how that costume is going to be differentiated. Cause if you look at what he wears, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, or I don't know, man. It could look like good. Batman three over here. They could just wear exactly this. <laughs> True, and I'd be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? A side note: you know, it'd be really interesting to see Jenny Slate along with uh, uh John Ralphio in. Uh oh, what? Wonder Twins. Oh my god, Wonder Twins. Are we getting... <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool, man. Yeah, there, there's a there's a lot to do with a plastic, I guess, woman. <laughs> with <film>. plastic. Woman. <laughs> which, which would be cool, man. I don't know who the villain would be. Maybe it could be Elongated Man, because uh, Elongated Man is the other stretching guy in the dc universe uh, act- maybe it could be like a darker tone it could be like a almost kind of like a comedic sincerity or even like a i don't know like just a really like a really weird uh comedic uh, black noir film mm-hmm. but it's about plastic man or plastic woman taking their revenge on kite man oh shit. i'd love to see kite man you know it's <laughs> funny i there are a lot of different directions you could go with this you mm-hmm. could go in the dark like deadpool-esque true uh, yeah. direction you could you could go in a sh- more shazam like direction you could go in the mask direction <laughs> you know, whether it be the mask movie or the mask comic book which are two very different things do you see this being kid friendly in a way or do you see them just saying screw it we're gonna go balls <laughs> to the ball with it 
I definitely do see it as confederately more than uh, a Deadpool kind of way. Uh, yeah. Since the character itself is mostly confederately. Uh, and also just looking at the direction of how the DCU is making the movies, it's very much like depressing kids movies. If you kind of think <laughs> depressing about it. Depressing kids movies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can, yeah, definitely see it in a more of a kid's light than any of the sort of radar. I mean, look at Marvel and how long it's taken them to sort of make radar Marvel movies and stuff like that, or even introduce some semblance of death and like really dark stuff that wasn't really originally in the original movies. You don't or think wasn't so? brought up as much. I mean, the first Iron Man starts off in, in say, Afghanistan. Was, yeah, <laughs> in war. <laughs> the war, you know, like the war, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I do understand what you mean. You know, there, there's dark, and then there's really dark, and then there's effed up. <laughs> but I do, I do think with a character like Plastic Man, you don't want to go too dark to the point where it's like, okay, this say, is pretty yeah. ridiculous. There's Shazam, and then you know, there's a uh, there's uh, Kickass. Yeah. I would be more interested in a Shazam tone with mm-hmm. Plastic Woman, Definitely I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I'd be really interested. In Look at dude. man, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This photo makes me remind, it reminds me a lot like Animal Mineral Festival Man. Okay, that's why I'm moving on. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, you know what? Maybe we might get a movie with both of them. Maybe that might be the enemy. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the you could really do anything with the Plastic Man, honestly. Any enemy, any hero in it? Is he going to be a criminal in the movie? Is a hero is he throughout be the, the movie? Hero, yeah. yeah, like there's a, there's a lot of stuff here. I found this funny picture, which which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Break you! Wait, what? <laughs> With Bane, the fat chance. You were able to escape my breaking of back, plastic man. <laughs> I'm this is impossible. You. Not even Batman can can <laughs> escape me. I was born in the plastic. <laughs> I was molded by it. Molded by it. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, Brian, I don't think you're, we... You're a big man. Not for you. <laughs> you're a big man for me. <laughs> uh, you're 15 feet tall now. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Brian, this is not the first time that... Plastic Man has uh, switched genders, so no one can complain. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's canon. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon, yeah. I, I mean, I you know you know me. I don't really see, like, a whole big difference within when it comes to, like, superhero movies and stuff like that. Because even if it was referenced before or if it wasn't, it's just how they want to take a visionary, you know, differentiate to it. Yeah, you're. I you're think not, it's gonna be interesting. You're not it's just one, gonna be harder to maybe cast, but I think it might. I think we just proved that it won't be too hard. I'm gonna to say cast. that <laughs> there are a lot of people who could do a lot Can of great actors. Can we get Stormfront <laughs> and <laughs> Money Please Girl from Parks and Rec? Let, let's let's get the uh, yeah the the person who played her in Parks and Rec. Let's get the Nazi. <laughs> they're they're like, um, sir, don't they look exactly the same? It's perfect casting. Guys, here's the thing. Look, if you're mad about the casting or the take on Plastic Man, I have a piece of advice for you. I don't take these comic book things all that serious. And if you do, like, get a life. (laughs) (laughs) Get a life! (laughs) And then here's my piece of advice to you guys. Nothing can be as bad 
as the newer Ghostbuster movies. Oh, uh, we're not getting political. <laughs> even though you're right. <laughs> we're not going to do that here, even though you are correct. Watch out. They're, they're going to cast one of the uh, actors from the Ghostbusters 2016 oh, as plastic. <laughs> oh, boy. Even though they got one of them as Cheetah. I say, yeah, and look how that turned out. Oh, come uh, on, Brian. You I know. Women. She was kind of fun. <laughs> Stop hating on women. Come on now. <laughs> okay. We'll get that down in the comment here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why'd you flip that? <laughs> sexist. How dare you bring up Ghostbusters 2016? <laughs> Chauvinist. <laughs> <It was bad. laughs> all right, Brian. I think that's all we have for Plastic Man or Plastic oh. Woman. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we could probably go on for hours, but there's no reason to. We like to keep it as concise as it needs to be. Of on course, show. yeah. So, and given the basic needed information for out there for our fans, help them understand what is out there in the DCEU, help them what's in the Marvel, and even just in general and other things, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Come on. He said it perfectly right there. Exactly. So, yeah. Brian, where can the people find you? Uh, well, people, you can find me at my Instagram at at the real brian m Curiel. you can also find me at my old youtube channel at video warrior 51 uh mm-hmm. I'll, i think i'm making a new one or making revitalization hopefully soon i don't know uh but mainly you'll view me here as a as just a weekly or monthly speaker here at the gut movie podcast and go subscribe and like to this channel please this amazing channel Do great information and and, and angels <laughs> screaming video <laughs> exactly i mean if he was here talking about plastic man he'd just be screaming the whole time which is why oh, no, I had, yeah. you know Brian <laughs> with his combed hair <laughs> with his combed hair all right guys uh i'm julius thank you for listening that was brian please subscribe because once you do you will get us to our next goal of ten thousand subscribers and once that happens we will be able to stretch like plastic man <laughs> or plastic woman you never know don't forget to put on notifications every time when there's a new video that comes up. Do it. Do it, or else I'll have to send Brian out after you. Do it, or else give you my opinion on Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Stay safe and goodbye. The GOAT Podcast is proof you don't have to look any further for movie news, reviews, trailer reactions, or special discussions. Subscribe, get notified about what's going on, and I promise you'll be entertained by our daily content on YouTube. If you want more, we're on Twitter at GOAT Film Podcast, Instagram The GOAT Podcast, and The GOAT Movie Group on Facebook. Get connected with us, see what's happening, and make sure to love it while you're doing so.